Welcome everyone to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing a weekly dive of all the news, all the discussion, and all the condensed nerd talk you need for virtual reality gaming every Friday. Abbott McAfee, producer and editor of this podcast. Or I'm Jay host. Bratt. I'm a VR YouTuber <laughs> and streamer whose YouTube community has reached 5,000 people. Yay. Yay! What a week. That's so cool. It is. Good job. I'm Destiny Wheeler, entrepreneur and VR enthusiast. I'm Adam Charlton, a software developer who really hates scary games. Uh, <laughs> he was going to say he doesn't like Halloween. He's yeah, he, to he thought himself. about it. I'm he thought about it. Now he's backtracking. Back 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 because I hate Halloween because all of you forced me to play terrifying <laughs> games that we'll talk about later. Just wait till Friday. It's the okay. absolute worst part. <laughs> it's not over yet. Natalie, shush. Um, <laughs> <laughs> chat. Natalie in chat's like, yes, good job, Rip. Hey, I can do the introduction without mistakes. It happens. <laughs> she she said good job and you're getting all defensive. I, I think this is about Just... you. I think this is your issue, <laughs> not hers. Um <laughs> so Adam, do you like Halloween or do you just not yeah, like I mean us? who doesn't like free candy, right? And and dressing up in go. costumes. So Halloween is good scary video games not so good mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just the other things answer. that come with it right he's, yeah he's mad about it's sort all of the like a package that... deal here yeah <laughs> 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 all right so if you haven't clued in already uh we're uh sitting here in vr we're actually interacting we're pointing at each other we're making rude faces well not really but sort of and uh, if you want in on this action, come on and head over to our YouTube channel. We are streaming right now. We've got chat going. It's exciting and fun, and you should absolutely be here for it. So if you're listening to the podcast, which uh, the bulk of our audience is, um, consider checking out the YouTube channel. Cool stuff happening there. We will be running this podcast, as usual, in four sections. First, we will have a Q&A section with our Discord and Patreon community. Second, we will have a VR gaming news section. Third, we will be talking about the games we've been playing this week. And fourth, we have a discussion that changes week to week. This week, we will be talking about, are we going to end up in peripheral hell? (laughs) There's a lot of VR peripherals. That's like accessories for those that don't really know too much of gaming verbiage. Um, last week we covered the oculus quest 2 elite strap controversy a lot of straps are breaking right now it's kind of big news i really wish i was here last week to talk about that because that's (laughs) very upsetting consider listening to last week's podcast to get all of that juicy information and with that let's hop into the q a i apparently have the first one this this one was just was just screaming your name when they ask the question so (laughs) that's okay that yeah that's fair how did you get the name for full dive gaming um (laughs) (laughs) so let's see full dive is uh well i mean gaming podcast that's self-explanatory so it's the full dive part that's been unique right Mm -hmm. um full dive comes it's just sort of a I'd like to say it's just a term for like another way to describe like gaming or not gaming VR gaming in a way um to tell you the truth it uh comes from uh Japanese anime but um it oh. made its way out of there <laughs> <laughs> What a surprise <laughs> Didn't see that coming <laughs> you should have been here last week for the anime question, you know. <laughs> I oh was there an anime question? I'm a weeb, guys, but I'm I'm open about it. Um 
<laughs> and uh, he also asks us, what are our top five favorite games? Um, let's see. Do we want to do top five per person or like each choose a game? And then maybe like, I mean, can, can we quickly, do you have five in the pipe? Cause if you have five in the pipe, I say, go for it. If you only can think of one to two to three, maybe, maybe start there. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, like no explanations, just rattle off your top five. Just rattle off. All right, let's do it that way. So top five for me would be half-life Alex beat saber. Um, I'm really enjoying Winlands too. I don't know if that quite makes the list, but it'll get it. Cause it's really good right now. Um, onward let's see that's four so fifth one will be maybe maybe stormland i really like stormland yeah half-life alex probably make all our lists probably beat saber also i gotta add the walking dead saints and sinners pistol Mm -hmm. whip and there's just the fondest place in my heart for astrobot rescue mission i just absolutely love (laughs) that game so i'm gonna put it on there too respectable all right, so in no particular order, I actually thought about this. Pavlov, uh, Arizona Sunshine, Phasmophobia, Desolatium, and The Forest. No, hmm. no beat Only saber. Only three huh? of those are horror. Obviously. Huh? No, no beat saber. <laughs> you notice no, there hasn't been any horror games on anyone else's list. <laughs> mine, was, mine was all horror and FPS. Okay. <laughs> Destiny keeps us varied. <laughs> all right, you, so Adam? I got Pavlov, Half-Life Alex. Um, Elite Dangerous. Thank you. I was I forgot it. I was like I hope he I hope he says that. Yeah. One. <laughs> Pistol Whip. <laughs> and uh, oh shoot, there's another one that I know I love. I just can't think of the name of it now. The Forest. Uh, you know, let's go Beat Saber. Beat Saber is also incredible. It is. It, if if you're just getting into VR and you're like, what should I get? Just just get Beat. I know it looks like Guitar Hero. It looks like rock band or whatever but like if you're like that this question is usually from people that are just getting into vr right mm-hmm. you cannot go wrong with beat saber <laughs> if yeah, even it, if you don't like good. it guests will love it yes <laughs> all right adam you got the uh next qa question i do so our next question comes from monster boy over on our discord and he asks how do i become or how do i apply to help become a member of the live streams so we open up the live streams every, we record Wednesday nights typically. And so if you're around on Wednesday night, we normally film it at about eight o'clock mountain time, seven o'clock Pacific. And so pop on by the YouTube channel and you can participate in the live streams. Is How he interested often in coming to them though? Is that what he meant maybe? Ah, like, that is he a bigger wanna, question. Because we haven't started that yet, but we've, we've kind of talked about it a little bit here and there. Yeah. Do you, do you want to say anything about Rip? Are we holding this back? Should like we... how to how to be a, like in the live stream? Like see sort of it. A deal? Like like come see it live. In, I mean, we've talked about that, so I'm guessing that's world. what he means. So so this this was um something I was focusing on as the producer a little bit more earlier on when we were considering. Um, a lot of it was like what 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 room do we want? And at the time we were looking to contract um some very friendly people to uh make us a custom room, right? And that's where that was playing into is that if we had a room, we could like kind of set up an audience spot that um, was pre-built and it would just work. Right. Um, uh, Alas, one of the things that seems to be really successful for this podcast is actually the variety. People love different rooms. Right. Um, So because that's sort of become an integral part of the of the the youtube videos is all the different backgrounds and like the exciting locations it's it makes an audience getting an audience together a little more difficult especially since um 
for all of us here, we kind of record this podcast like right after work, right? So getting an audience together prior to the podcast and like making sure it all goes smoothly and getting the podcast done in any reasonable time. <laughs> I It's not not going to happen, but it's not going to happen soon. We're um, toying with the idea, certainly. Right. And so yeah. That's, yeah. we want that's it to happen. Mm-hmm. We want it to happen. But if it's going to happen, it's going to be like down. Like if the podcast is like extremely successful and we can start hiring other people to properly work on the podcast and that is like you know a paid gig for them they can work on these things and they can make sure it is ready by the time we're here and sitting down that is probably when you'll see a live audience we might do something a little bit lighter than a big live audience um at some point so tldr is stay tuned but not right now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it'll be it'll be like hurting cats you are correct natalie <laughs> yeah <I can> see <laughs> that. this is true uh there's a second part to monster boy's question how often do we meet obviously we meet every once a week to do the podcast but i i'm i'm guessing you probably want to know like hey because we've been talking about it too are we gonna like do a live stream a week or like every other week i know we're trying to get better about that uh well, there'll be more to come in this podcast about that, too. So there'll be more mm-hmm. to come. Stick around. We have a now that Beat Saber has released its multiplayer update and I am back and not sick. You will definitely be expecting us to finally have our Beat Saber competition yes. to answer the long asked question of who here <laughs> is best at Beat Saber. The Not answer, really. of course, is Jay. But, you know, it's, we'll it's get to that. It's going to be destiny. <laughs> we will give it our all. <laughs> it's going to be destiny. I have faith. I'll, no, I'll, I'll be not. practicing, Jay. You better watch out. All. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And with that, we will wrap up the Q&A and hop into our new second. Uh, I knew I couldn't last that long. <laughs> our new section. Uh, but first, we want to tell you about this week's sponsor. This week's new segment is brought to you by Asterion. Asterion offers high-quality universal VR headset stands with RGB lighting in a super sleek minimalistic look. The stand is a perfect companion for your headset while you're away. Get $5 off any order $19.99 or more by using the code FULLDIVE at www.asterionproducts.com. We cannot recommend this headset enough. Go get it, guys. Do <laughs> it. They if also just—they also just launched the Vertex. I don't know if they did. everybody's seen that yet. It's actually on the website, so you can go use our code on it too. Oh, nice. Tell them what that is. It, you know, you know, Destiny was so impressed by it. If you want to tell them what the Vertex is? So it's basically the equivalent to a stand for your headset, except for it's for your headphones. So Ooh. now they can look beautiful and glorious next to each other, and not mm-hmm. in a box. Or and they PC. do look gorgeous. <laughs> Yeah, they do. Super you can cool like change to... the lights for each one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want this again, uh any order, that's any order. Doesn't matter what you have in the cart, $19.99 or more, you can use that code F-U-L-L-D-I-V-E. And with that, yeah. we may begin the news. Bum, bum, <laughs> so I'll be taking it away with the first news piece here. So I'm sure that anyone who's seen the new Mandalorian Star Wars series can agree we can all use a little bit more Baby Yoda in our lives, right? (laughs) And oh boy, has Star Wars delivered. Right in time with the Mandalorian Season 2 premiere, you can now deck out your Starfighter in Star Wars Squadrons, the incredible VR game that we've been talking about the last couple weeks here, with all sorts of the Mandalorian paraphernalia, including the assassin droid from the series, um, a Beskar ingot, and even a Baby Yoda that you can place prominently on your stand 
so that it can just stare at you while you just fail over and over again at flying the starfighter, right? But like, but like, you can be like getting really angry and be like, "It's okay, Baby Yoda is here." <laughs> I, I saw a picture, and it's obviously super cute. But do do any you know how do we get it? Like, is it just automatic? Do you have to get to a certain level? Like, how do you unlock this like stuff for your cockpit? That is an excellent question. So just like all of the other uh, cosmetic items in the game, you earn it solely in-game using earned in-game credits from just basically doing daily challenges. Um, and so it costs about the same as any other cosmetic in the game. You can equip it, you can unlock it pretty quickly just by maybe an hour or two of in-game time. It's pretty fast turnaround. Do they have in-app purchases like, that you where you actually use money or is it all just earning no that was one of the nice things about this game this was ea trying to turn a new leaf with this game everything in game can be earned solely in game with no microtransactions whatsoever that is nice I was really surprised because the minute I saw this headline, I gotta be honest, I was like, oh, you gotta pay for that one. Like I did not <laughs> I did not think this was just gonna be lockable. I thought this was EA finally switching the switching <laughs> back and it was gonna be like, oh, Making it's five it bucks to get baby Yoda in your cockpit. So right. I'm people really will pay for baby not. Yoda. <laughs> oh yeah. Twelve hundred yeah. credits, chat says, is how much it costs. So that's really surprising. <laughs> yeah, this is super cool. I want, I'm going to have my moment where I'm like, he's on my tail. Baby, yeah, but do, do the hand thing. Do the hand thing. <laughs> <laughs> if only it moved. Like It's just a doll, right? It doesn't do right. anything. Okay. Yeah, oh, it's just be... a doll. It just sits there okay. proudly. <laughs> if it doesn't come off the desk, come over and start trying to pop off one of my various cockpit buttons, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> super exciting all right destiny you got our next news piece yes so this week we have a big announcement friday at 11 a.m pacific time 1 p.m central some of your hosts are going to be doing a halloween live stream come watch us get scared chat and hang out yay i'm I'm super fun all of us gonna be there i know i'm committed are you gonna be there adam Look at that face. I He's will so unfortunately be there for some of the time. <laughs> nice. Because nice. you guys keep dragging me into these awful, awful oh, games. I know you <laughs> enjoy it, Adam. Oh, Here we go. I know you enjoy it. Rip, you have been ghost hunting with us. You got to Oh, gotta I'll be there. Oh, I'll be there. You know I'll be there. I'll be there. Yay. Okay. We got logistics to figure out. So <laughs> let's, let's get This is true. Let's make sure because I'm, I'm even I'm thinking about this. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this seems like a logistical nightmare. But I'm super excited. Even if we oh, just yeah. hung out, even if we just hung out and nothing mm-hmm. else, I'm excited for it. But yes, fun. this Friday, mm-hmm. phasmophobia and who knows what else. Mm-hmm. We maybe we'll even hang out with some of you guys and like VR chat or something. Oh, that'd be awesome. Not, not promising anything, but uh, <laughs> If you want to see when or if we do promise something like that, be sure to check out our Discord community, guys. We will be posting all sorts of updates on these sorts of things over on the Discord community. If you're not on it, you should be. Even if you don't interact, it's it's just a cool place. You know, we're always there. 
Lots of silent stalkers. No. Lots of silent stalkers. I mean, according to our analytics, that is the vast majority of our audience. That's <laughs> the name of the game. All right, Rip, what news you got for us next? I got some good news. I am very, very excited to tell you all about Elite Dangerous. I'm so like, <laughs> at, like at, once I was literally, once I was done listing my top five games, I just like immediately some voice in my head was like, you're forgetting Elite Dangerous. And I was like, oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, please, please, Adam, please say it, please say it, please say it. <laughs> all right. Now the news. So Elite Dangerous, Horizons DLC. So that is the... Uh, uh, the Horizons DLC came out two, three years ago, I want to say. Um, yeah, it's a while ago. Um, and it's always cost uh, a bit of money. It's like anywhere from 20 30. to 40 bucks. 30? Mm-hmm. 30 bucks. Um, and while that's absolutely been worth it um, in terms of like what it gets you, and seeing as that's the only paid DLC they've had for five years, it was very understandable that they were looking for that cash. Otherwise they wouldn't be able to keep releasing updates and new content. But now with a, um, elite dangerous odyssey around the corner, her, the horizons DLC is now going to be included with any purchases for elite dangerous. So they've been ramping up, you know, for this new odyssey expansion. Um, the for for those that aren't familiar odyssey is going to include a ton of stuff so um it's that's include going to include like driving around on planets it's going to include um what's called space legs in the sense that you can get out of your uh, spaceship and get out around the planet it's going to be a ton of cool stuff so they're absolutely expecting anyone who has like any interest in elite dangerous to pick this up and yeah, it's 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 pretty cool that they're releasing the DLC, the previous DLC for free. Something they don't write here, and I'm wondering if you know, Adam. Do you know if people who already own the base game will just get X, but never picked up Horizons? Do you know if they will just get access to Horizons? That is correct. So anyone okay. who has the base game will now have access to Horizons. Cool. That is good to know. So I'm for so glad like I spent me- that. For someone like me who doesn't, I have it, but I, I haven't mm-hmm. played it at all. I, this update sounds kind of cool, walking around and stuff like that. Like, is this is this actually going to be in VR as well, or is that still mm. coming? Good I... question. So initially, the word was that it would have absolutely no VR support for the uh, for the DLC, and obviously the VR community was uh, not very happy about that. Um, <laughs> But it's also pretty understandable. It's it's already a wonder they can get VR working in the game so great as it is. Um, and adding VR support for an FPS is a ton of work. That's like a whole nother game. So I understand when they said it's not going to have VR support. That said, obviously the VR players still want to play VR in their like, cockpits, right? Um, so... Uh, they just made a new statement very recently. I forget if this made it into uh, one of our news pieces, but basically people who have VR will be able to continue to use VR when in the ship and in the SRVs, which is like how it's always been. And then once you leave the ship, it'll, it'll be basically like big screen. Um, oh, where, so have a big, yep. Yeah. You'll, you'll have a, you'll have a 2d screen in VR. So <laughs> that might be hard to wrap your head around for those that are, still haven't gotten their VR headsets amongst the audience, but you'll, you know, it'd be like you're watching a movie in VR, (laughs) but you'll be, yeah, you'll be playing the game. Um, 
It's like you're still controlling it, but you just see it on a flat screen. Exactly, exactly. Um, And it'll transition back to VR when you hop back in your ship or whatever the case may be. So it'll be super interesting to see how well that's pulled off. Is it usable? Is it going to be like, you know, for for older headset, it's is it just going to be like impossible? Like I can't see (laughs) anything that's going on. Um, Yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, I'm super excited. I'm I'm pretty happy with this compromise personally because i understood like it's pretty hard to get vr working for a game like this i I imagine just the motion sickness struggles for space legs would be an absolute nightmare so yeah i'm I'm okay with this compromise as as an as an elite dangerous fan inbox me in the chat asks about multi-crew ships is that a thing has it ever been a thing is it coming is that i'm assuming he hasn't played elite dangerous because that's sort of a general question for the game not necessarily related to this news piece um but uh to, to answer your question multi-crew has been a thing uh for a while it actually so it used to be you needed to buy the horizons dlc that old dlc we were to, we were talking about you needed to buy that and then you would have access to multi-crew um which is kind of how it sounds you can have other people in your ship um and i guess since everyone has the Horizons DLC for free now, it's everyone has multi-crew. <laughs> yeah, it's it's part of the base game. So yes, uh, multi-crew is in the game. Um, everyone can have it. If you are, however, hoping to be able to like walk around your ship, sort of a deal, that has never been a thing in Elite Dangerous, unfortunately, and will, by all accounts, still not be a thing even with this update. It looks like um, uh, uh, the the uh, you can get out of your ship and then walk around but you can't it's not like star citizen where you can like properly like you have like crew quarters and like all these different rooms inside you just i'm assuming it'll be along the lines of like you go up to i don't know whatever elevator is press a button and then you kind of pop up into the cockpit kind of like no man's sky Hmm. nice yeah makes me slightly interested yeah (laughs) i mean if you're if you're a space sim fan this is like drool worthy it's it's the the the, what we've seen is i mean we haven't seen much but i don't know the start like the only competition there's been is star citizen which has always been a buggy mess so our hope is that this odyssey update in elite dangerous will just like even if even if it's not the best thing out there like being able to like go inside of ships it'll be really good and hopefully be quite polished which is a really nice change amongst amongst space sims Okay, I will move us on, though, because <laughs> we've been on this for a little bit now. Well, let's talk about... So before I even say anything about this news piece, I just want to give a quick disclaimer. There's a lot of suspicions, skepticism, questions mm-hmm. about this new headset that we're about to talk about. So take everything you hear with a grain of salt here. We, we this, is all, this is all from the companies, companies you've dealt with, but who knows? There could be changes. So if you haven't heard of it, Megadodo which you haven't Megadodo is a company <laughs> that's making a Deca gear one headset. They call it that they're making some pretty bold promises on. So imagine mm-hmm. this an inside out tracking headset for PC VR with HP V reverb resolution, knuckles like really controllers with full all finger capacitive tracking, every finger like the index expression tracking. So if I move my mouth, if I move my eyebrows, if I close one eye, if I wink at someone, it's showing in the game hip tracking, so if I do a little hip shimmy like I'm doing right now and you can't tell. Wait, what? Really? I missed that bit. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yep. 
Oh if my I do gosh. a little hip, all for <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's cool. All right, continue. And fifty dollars, four hundred and fifty dollars. So that's mm-hmm. like significantly less than the HP Reverb. That's what the Deca Gear One is claiming. Made by the company Mega Dota, which I feel like right there, that name freaks I, me out. That sounds like they're calling us idiots. <laughs> yeah, <it> is. <laughs> this is some big thing. Yeah, uh, it's in early development. You can reserve a pre-order right now for just ten dollars for this headset. It's promised to do just about everything and even have a full wireless add-on for another forty-nine dollars. So. If this all comes to mind, $499 for a headset with all this and wireless. So everyone's wondering, is this real? Is this is this mm-hmm. possible? Valve has confirmed that this that this is real to the point that they have they've asked them questions, they've helped them with tech questions and problems. The they've Valve exchanged quote, emails. Yeah. <laughs> the Valve quote exactly is while we did not work with DECA on the design, we did, as always, aim to provide technical support on Steam VR integration, etc. We're designed to try this headset. We're oh sorry, we're excited to try this headset when it becomes available. End quote. So there's videos of this. You can go see them. There's videos of the person wearing it and talking and their eyebrows are kind of moving. They even show you like inside the headset. But what did you guys think? Like I feel like anytime someone tells me like if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. That was like the first thing that came to mind. What did you think when you looked at this headset? Yeah, press X to doubt, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> I, I have serious concerns about this. I mean, the Oculus Quest came out 300. Uh, the Quest 2 came out $300 and that was just bottom floor really good. And that's because Facebook is dumping literal billions of dollars into making this. Right. And so when I hear that a little stand-up is able to do that, but with the full PC VR integration for $500, just $200 more, yeah, that that kind of, if my headset had expression tracking like it did, you'd see my eyebrow raise and total <laughs> incredulous look on my face, you know? it's I have some concerns about this. For those who, like, aren't as into VR and, like, we threw out all these, like, specs that might, might not, like... My, most most of the audience might not understand this is this is practically equivalent to like tesla announcing that they released a new tesla that has all the features of like their high-end stuff but for like five thousand dollars yeah like, like a tricycle exactly. price <laughs> yeah yeah it's a like tesla the things tricycle. the bits and pieces that people would want all in one headset but like, for a really for, yeah, reasonable price yeah for like very very reasonable and i still don't get the 49 dollar add-on like that's such a random small amount yeah, for like a wireless 49 dollars it could be wireless like that's that definitely seems very gimmicky like mm. Mm. yeah because htc which is a huge already very well established tech company had a, a wireless add-on for their original vive but that ran for like 300 dollars yes. or more if i'm not yeah. mistaken I exactly. and they're well established. They have their production lines nailed down. They have experience with the, mm-hmm. this kind of stuff, and they released it for three hundred. So yeah, hearing Deca Gear that's going to be having wireless for fifty dollars, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Doubt. Exactly. Like nobody's right. even heard of them. Like I just I don't this, get it. This definitely reminds me of for those of you that remember this old console, the Oya. The, the mm. O-U-Y-A, that, oh. that's what this reminds me of. And I'm really worried that this is going to be another one of those where it's like it promises all these big things, has a big like mm-hmm. Kickstarter pre-order or whatever, and all these people buy in. And then lo and behold, the impossible is in fact still impossible. And uh, it totally flops. And that's right. very, you know, 
like that can happen and the odds point towards that we would love to be proven wrong um but yeah definitely buyers beware guys like don't 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 jump into this <laughs> wait till some wait till the headset is out and yeah. there are reviews about it and people can tell you this is a good headset do not buy into this i know it's very impressive but that's just a bunch of text on a on a html document well then but i will say if this is real <laughs> I am 100% buying this first thing oh, yeah. because oh, this yeah. is the most, one of the most incredible, it will be once it releases, the most incredible headset on the market, hands down. May mm-hmm. of 2021, we didn't cover that. So that's when they're right. saying this thing is supposedly going to ship. And everyone here is pretty skeptical as obvious. So let me, let me try to take the company side and see if there is any way. <laughs> so, so the company's based in Thailand. I'm no expert on like currency rates and stuff, but is it possible that that much money when taken to a different country, that's not one of these really known massive tech countries, is it possible that they could be developing this thing a lot cheaper than other countries are? Is that possible? Yes, yes, but maybe not to this extreme (laughs) because definitely labor costs are different and there's a lot of economics that can go into this sort of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So if they are building in Thailand, for sure, labor costs are going to be down. Materials and and supply chain stuff is going to be down. The question is, though, is that will it be a solid product? And, and that's the big question. Um, but it's really early to tell, I suppose. It's incredible. I want it to be real. I really mm-hmm. want it to be real. Um but I guess we'll just have to wait and see how it pans out. I, I guess we're in the waiting game now for the set set. I, the one last thing that I'm kind of concerned that's weird, it's going to use four cameras, kind of like the quest for inside out tracking. So to me, right when I heard that, I was like, wait, how is it going to track your hips? Like, is one of those cameras aiming far enough back? Are you going to have like a big glowing <laughs> orb right here that sticks out the front? <laughs> or is that going to be like a, like a three degrees of freedom tracking that just tracks when your hips kind of shift, but not actual placement? Like if I do, if I do the hula for everybody, <laughs> or if I do a hula hoop, mm-hmm. like, are you actually going to see my hips move? Or are they just going to kind of do this number because it's going to be three degrees i don't know well i imagine mm-hmm. it would be just along the lines of like um i don't I, uh, like clothing would mess it up so much i feel like but i imagine it's it's along the lines of just you know it the headset knows where it is in the room there's gonna be two cameras on the bottom and between knowing where it is and knowing w- how your hips that it sees move relative to the headset it can guess where your head where your hips are in real space yeah, that, if that, I was a developer, I if I was a developer working on that, I would say forget the hips, go with the shoulders. You know, <laughs> it's like that seems to make a lot more intuitive sense. But oh well, who knows? Mm-hmm. I, I certainly don't want like a giant PlayStation orb sticking out like a giant <laughs> PlayStation orb belt. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I actually really like this because, especially for, I actually really like this for shooters because definitely there's been a lot of times in onward where I've been very frustrated with the fact that like the only way it really knows which way you're facing is the head, right? So I'd love to be able to, like, if I were to peek a corner and try to, like, shoot someone around it, right? I can either just... uh, if The way it is right now is the whole body just squares up to where my face is looking. So if I put my head around the corner, my shoulders are showing, like, uh, as big of a profile as I possibly can around that corner. Um, and same with the rest of my body. But with this, if especially if it tracks the hips, not just 
angling differently, but also staying behind cover, you can peek the upper part of your body around the corner. It's a, the, the, your your hips are still like twisted in the other direction and still behind cover. And I'm able to angle over and get some shots in. That would be huge, especially for the competitive um, onward community, at least. So that's actually super exciting to me. It seems like a weird feature maybe for other people. Like that's like, why that? That's like kind of a weird thing to add tech <laughs> for. <laughs> no, but it would make a really big deal. And I'll talk, I know we're getting along with this. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> and we'll talk about this maybe a bit more in the peripherals, but we're actually doing we really well have, on time. We can have the hardware for something like that. But if the software themselves doesn't support it, then it doesn't matter. You know, mm -hmm. it's like right. if Pavlov or or Onward decides, eh, hip tracking, like one in a hundred people who have VR <laughs> actually have this, we're just not going to worry about it. Then it's not right. going to be in the games. All the expression tracking stuff, it's like, eh, no one really uses expression tracking. We're just <laughs> not going to program it. And then it'll die. We, we've right. seen a lot of that, like maybe... Um, xboxes like the the connect where you could like right. talk to it and everything yeah that was the big gimmick for like six months and then everyone's like <laughs> yeah forget the screw the connect we're not doing that and right. the connect died and, and i feel like things like the hip tracker unless it becomes widely adopted by the vr community where mm -hmm. every vr set starts to implement this the software isn't going to care because it's just it's a lot of work for something that hardly anyone has and so uh, uh, it would be awesome yeah I you know, I have doubts again, but <laughs> we can talk <laughs> about that more in the peripheral. Yeah, <laughs> that that'll just be the next meme. Just Adam is skeptical. Sure, <laughs> skeptical Adam. Uh, well, let's talk about something you're not skeptical about, Adam. What what happened this week that was a big deal? Yes, yes. And so this is one of the biggest news. I, I know that you guys are probably sick of hearing about Facebook. Um, but I'm sorry, we're going to talk about it again. <laughs> mm -hmm. So but this, time this in a week, good way. yeah, yes. Well, eh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, a potential Quest Two jailbreak was discovered. So what this jailbreak does is it allows people once you download the software and put it onto the headset, it allows you to access certain features of the Quest Two hardware without having to log into Facebook. <laughs> Meaning that you can still access Steam and connect to PC VR and have a lot of the built-in features of the Quest and the Quest 2 without having, while being able to completely bypass the oppressive Facebook login. And so this isn't a perfect solution because you may not, depending on how uh, the jailbroken program works, you might not be able to access your games on the Oculus Store, things like that. However, mm. this is a really good sign of a Facebook-free Quest 2 future. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that escalated yeah. quickly. And so what what do we need then? Like, like let's say 100,000 people say, I want this. What actually needs to happen now? Does someone need to make a software store that's separate from Oculus that would only work on these devices to buy software? Would it just be pirated stuff all on there? What has to happen for this to like become a way people actually use their Quest 2s? <laughs> so we're still a little bit a ways. The, the people that found the jailbreaking program were researchers working for a university, and they're not quite ready to release it. So it's not open to the general public. Um, however, 
it will still connect with Steam VR and do things of that nature. And so you can totally use a very well designed $300 headset to play Steam VR, which is still the lowest entry point into the VR market. Um, yeah. It just might not work with the Quest Store because, as far as I'm aware, that is a hard and fast rule to download Facebook on. And so right. researchers are still trying to get around those types of things. And I believe SideQuest, uh, you can do SideQuest type things that don't need a Facebook login. And it kind of circumvents a lot of the Facebook stuff anyway. And so that might be the future, Steam VR and SideQuest. Okay. Right. Yeah, this is big. I, I imagine this is especially big for a lot of the people that are like PC VR users that want that sort of wireless solution. They want to use virtual mm -hmm. desktop or whatever it is. Um, you know, the, there's there's a lot of animosity towards Facebook right now, and that's really the big reason why this is happening. For those that aren't clued in on that, um, Facebook has been doing a lot of really sketchy things re regarding Oculus. Um, there's there's a lot of posts about all these frustrations where like people like have something go wrong on their Facebook account or say they created a Facebook account when they were like 13, posted something inappropriate. And now they forever can't have a Facebook account. Well, they like there's a lot of people that owned a Quest or a Rift S that suddenly like Facebook's like, hey, you better connect a Facebook account to this. And they're like, well, I can't have a Facebook account. And whenever I try to create one, it immediately gets disabled. Um, th that that's just the tip of the iceberg, really. So really, th this Facebook connect, the Facebook connecting to oculus being a requirement has been kind of a bad thing for the industry that's why there's such a big push to have a jailbreak that basically sidesteps this whole facebook login required it means you can't have the default operating system it, it, they'll pro they probably have to throw something else on there um that or it just connects with the uh steam vr um system for a vr headset I, i'm not really sure that's more adam's expertise but yeah, that that's that's why this is happening for those that are like, why why is this a big deal? What is this? And there was some big push to get out this out with several people pledging ten thousand dollar bonuses oh, yeah. to whoever found yeah, this jailbroken, awesome. including the original creator of the Oculus Rift. Right, came out with a ten thousand dollar <laughs> bounty with for a, a jailbreak program, and several other people have matched that. So there is a lot of money riding on this if this mm -hmm. jailbreak program works out. Oh, yeah. Oh, is this university, is the teacher going to take it and run or you think they'll share it? Uh, who knows? <laughs> well, I was reading up a bit on this and apparently, while that sounds like a lot of money, um, for the kind of work that this is and the risks that these people take by releasing and creating this kind of software, um, typically to make a jailbreak system for a very popular device, um, when it's typically companies that pay for these kinds of things. And the type of money you would expect is actually significantly more than 10000 Um, So while that sounds like a lot of money, apparently for the work and the risk, that's actually not that much. So this is largely like the, the $10,000 is a bit of a cherry on the top for these people that are trying to create a jailbreak. It's not the reason. Supposedly. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm wondering. Like, okay, so say they make this. Can Facebook then somehow step in and like do anything about it could they still possibly like either shut down the headsets or like sue these people or do right. anything facebooky 
<laughs> yes, and that's why actually we have very little details about the progress of this thing. We don't know who the researchers are or who they're through or anything like that. We actually know very little other than the fact that somebody said, hey, we almost have a jailbreak. We've discovered a way to hack into it because they are at crazy risk of being sued by Facebook. And so um, in terms of jailbreaking other devices, so like Apple jailbreaks, for example, are quite common. Normally what happens is a group of people discovers it. There's some money exchanged maybe under the table so that people don't know who they are. And then the person just releases it anonymously onto the internet or just spreads like wildfire and just gets to so many places that Facebook can't possibly sue everyone under the living sun who has this mod anymore. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's that's normally how the process for this works. And so even though even if this is a perfect jailbreak program working 100% flawlessly today, I would still imagine before you can get your very own uh, jailbroken headset, you've still probably got to wait. Uh, I'm going to give it another four months. Right. It's not bad. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people would pick one up with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who've been yeah. on defense, you know, for the whole privacy thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many reasons to be on the fence with. I mean, I was super excited about the Oculus Quest too, but with just everything Facebook's been doing, I just, I, it, it's, it's, it's killed my VR boner for the Oculus Quest <laughs> two. To be real with y'all, um, it's totally Maybe a bit too real. Been a buzzkill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been an absolute buzzkill. Um, so this, this stuff is kind of exciting. Obviously the best solution would be just Facebook not being so mean and just being like good people and not requiring a Facebook login, but unlikely. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. (laughs) All right. With that, I'm going to move us on into the game section, but first, of course, we need to tell you something real quick, just real quick. We have this thing. It's called a sponsor. They give us money. We tell you about them. You know, you you know the drill, but except we're really excited to tell you about these guys. They're called Asterian, and they offer these really high-quality um, universal VR stands. They work for literally every VR headset. They look really cool. They are sleek. They are modern, and we just cannot recommend them enough. We all have one. Some of us have extra sets of them. <laughs> just it's so it's so good we are more than happy to offer you a discount of five dollars off any order 19.99 or more so head on over to www.asterianproducts.com plug the code full dive that's kind of how it sounds f-u-l-l-d-i-v-e and again that's five dollars off any order it doesn't have to be that specific vr stand could be their new headphone stand that looks pretty darn cool i forget what that's called versa vertex. Was it? vertex vertex the vertex super cool i really want to get one of those maybe i'll use our own code i don't know if that's a thing i can do like <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> anyone can use it sure. oh yeah <laughs> um yeah uh just put it under red guys... for... <laughs> <laughs> you guys <laughs> i had to <laughs> Yeah, Asterian's it's awesome. So mean I have, to me, audience. It's so I mean have to me. four. I have four Asterian stands now. Destiny yeah. has three. Uh, so yeah, we're big believers in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're good products, guys. And with that, we will now tell you about these games we've been playing. A lot of scary stuff. It's Halloween. We're 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 following tradition and playing some good horror games much to my dismay <laughs> much, much to adam's dismay one more well, week 
let's hear from the the horror lover first. Yes. Destiny, did you get to play some propagation? Yes, and I'm so glad that you found this and recommended it to all of us. Okay, so first of all, <laughs> I just have to mention this game is free. That was mind blowing. Um, because when I opened it, I am a sucker for like really good load in screens or like menu screens. <laughs> and it was oh, yeah. amazing. I think I probably stood there for like a good five or ten minutes, like just doing this, like checking out everything. And uh, so the graphics are insane, like I said, especially for a free game. So I was really excited about it. But um, I didn't get to finish it like y'all did. So tell us about the best part, Adam. I know you got to see the best part. Uh, So real quick, (laughs) let's introduce what this game is. So Propagation VR is a horror wave-based shooter. So you are in a subway station. And enemies can come at you from 360 degrees around you. So you are constantly turning around. Um, it's a relatively simple game, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. There's not a whole lot of new or, or innovative mechanics. Um, you just have a pistol. You got a shotgun. The pistol has a little flashlight. The shotgun doesn't, which is a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, it, it, it doesn't do a whole lot of new stuff. But everything it does is just perfection. <laughs> but it is also the scariest game that I've ever had to slug through. <laughs> <laughs> no, let really? me tell you, if, if enemies came from a single direction, I could do that. But it's the fear that at any moment when you have this little bead of light looking around frantically, <laughs> that there's a zombie right behind you <laughs> that's going oh, yeah. to start munching on your spinal cord. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> simple and very traditional, but tried and true method of a of a v, of a horror game, let alone a VR horror game. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, blew it, me away. Go ahead, Destiny. I want to hear. I want to hear. No, I, I was just gonna say, like, I think one of the funnest parts about it, and I'll go ahead and say this, this is just gonna be a spoiler for some people. But um, <laughs> like I said, I didn't get to get to this part, but I know they did. So it's like kind of building up through all of these mutations of like zombies and different weird hybrid creatures, and then for people mm-hmm. who are like me and who are like you know casually cool with that kind of stuff, but hate spiders. These like crazy <laughs> spiders start coming at you, like tons of them. Like it's, it's pretty gnarly. Oh, that sounds that sounds pretty wicked. Yeah, that's the, the bad part. That's the scary part. <laughs> the reason this game caught my attention in the first place was I was looking at what new games came out this week, and I saw this one had come out a little bit ago, but it had overwhelmingly positive reviews on Steam. And Steam is not a place that gives great reviews to wave shooters <laughs> for VR. Like I thought. How is this? It says it's way short. I was like, there's got to be some reason that this has such good reviews and it's free. So I was like, well, mm-hmm. maybe that's the reason. So I was like, I'm just going to try it. I'm not going to look at anything about it. I'm just going to play it on stream for fun. Uh, and this is the first time I can say genuinely a game in the Rift S has had really good spatial audio. Like I could hear yeah. the yes. zombies creeping yes. up behind me. I knew they were around me. And then, oh my gosh, this game, it looks so good. The graphics look amazing. It ends up being really short. But you stand in place, you just you just turn and fight. But oh my god, I have not been this scared in a horror game in probably in a year since I played one last year that was just awful during Halloween. <laughs> I was screaming, I was cussing, I was fighting. The really cool thing, not only uh, can you shoot, but you can punch. 
So once these zombies get too oh. close to you and you're out of ammo, you can't reload fast enough, you start punching and flailing and fighting these things off you. But yeah, I was about to say, it's not so much a punch as it's just like a random flail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just screaming and trying to... Well, then you get to the spiders and it's it's your typical like big, huge, nasty spiders. But then there's also little ones that get on you and you can hear them crawling around on you. Oh. I... I was sweating. I was screaming. I was smacking all over myself trying to get these things off me. It was it was just sheer terror uh, for that whole part. I this is yeah, this is the absolute worst game ever made and I can't recommend it enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's seriously, free. like like everything it does is just nailed so perfectly, even from the loading screen and the tutorial and every single wave in this wave shooter is just done so perfectly. Like, I mm-hmm. almost noped out of the game on the loading screen. That's how scary <laughs> it is. <laughs> and how, how long is the game? 25 minutes, maybe. Maybe a little more. Okay. Maybe. maybe so yeah, sure. it's, it's somewhere between like, 30 understand. and 45 minutes. 30 mm-hmm. Depending on how much you fail. Yeah, I, I think it's a finished game. I, I, knew, so it's just I free? don't know. Like, it, what, thought, is it yeah. on uh, Steam? Yeah, it's yeah, on Steam. 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 I can, I can, I can uh, fact check that real quick. There's little details in it too. Like at one point, these soldiers show up, and I was like, "Oh, watch this for fun! I'm going to shoot one of them in the back." They all turned <laughs> and killed me. Like I didn't think it was going to have details like that too. Like I thought, "Oh, I'm just going to shoot him. It's not going to do anything." Because it seemed like a cutscene. All of a sudden, they all turned and just started blasting on me for it. Like oh, this game puts so much attention to that. the little things. It's like when they yeah. say perfections in the details. This one kind of nailed yes. it. Like. I want to knock it for, I mean, it is just a wave shooter, but for some reason I can see why it had those good reviews. It was very convincing. It was very terrifying. It was well-designed. Everything worked really well. Yeah. I, mm. I just overly overwhelming reviews or overwhelming, overwhelming reviews, overwhelmingly positive reviews on steam. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is like, it does basically nothing new. It is the most overused stereotype in VR, which is a wave shooter. And you just can't fault it for anything because no, everything so it does well is perfect. <laughs> yeah. I think my only con with it is that um, other than like obviously getting your headshots, if you're doing body shots, it took a lot of ammo to kill yes, some of it them. Did. <laughs> but um, other than that, like I really had no complaints. And I know we've talked about, you know, how some people like to change the buttons and what they do and things like that this game doesn't it's very so if you've played other like shooter games it's very intuitive like you're okay you know how you load with your left hand or well you know some people may do it opposite but how your ammo is going to be down here and you just swap it out like it's it's all very Mm -hmm. you know straightforward like i did never i mean i never do the tutorials unless i have to so i just jumped right in but like i had no problem or well so at the beginning, it never mind. It does give you a quick tutorial. You do have to run through that part. But like, so I had no issues, period, with, you know, trying to figure out like how to load and things like that. Mm-hmm. I did kind of a dirty thing, too. I played through this thing and it scared the crap out of me. And then I pitched it to all of them as just a wave shooter. I was like, this wave shooter is pretty cool. You got to check this out. I was like, you really have to just try to go in with no expectations. Don't watch it. Just get it and play it. Because I was trying to like get them in there because I know some people here hate horror. So I was just trying to just get them in there. Because you got to experience this game. But when it comes to the the spider, oh my gosh, I never knew I could load a shotgun as fast as I did. I was just like, <laughs> ah, getting the ammo in there. Because I was, oh, it is horrible. 
it it's such a visceral reaction with that game that it it blew me away how terrified I actually was. And I don't mm-hmm. think I didn't even have my sub pack on, which usually really upset. I'm glad I didn't. I probably would have noped out if I had because it would have been too much. <laughs> I probably would have had an actual heart attack and just died. Oh, that sounds really fun. I'm really wishing I I uh, was able to play this. It sounds well, so now cool. you can. It so it is free on Steam right now. So mm-hmm. if you're it a is fan not of... early access, not early access by the way. All right. Well, it is for free on Steam, so you really have absolutely no reason to pick it mm-hmm. up and try it out if you enjoy horror games like a psychopath. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, I mean, it's it's fun though. I mean, for those that are like haven't picked up their first VR horror game. Uh, VR horror game is uh, VR horror games are, are are to me a very different experience than regular horror games. Like there's something so visceral about it that like it 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 like puts you in this like adrenaline fueled like drive that is like even if he can't like keep doing it over and over again. And speaking of, I want to ask you guys how's the replayability in a second here, but like you just got to try it at least once or twice that VR horror games are truly a super unique experience um, and very memorable. Okay. How's the replayability? Well, it has, it has uh, scoreboards and leaderboards. So for the different difficulties. So, I mean, I, oh, it's so good, but I do not want to play it on a harder difficulty. Than I did. I might go back and try to get a better score on the difficulty mm-hmm. I played on, but I in no way want to have less ammo, harder enemies. It was <laughs> such a tough experience that I can't imagine it being any worse than it was that first time. Gotcha. And, and I want to yeah. say, oh, I did it once. It won't be that scary the second time. No, I seriously feel like this game will be just as terrifying, if not worse, because I'll be anticipating <laughs> it the whole time. That <laughs> oh, spider geez. thing. When you're shooting spiders and you you can practically feel them crawling on you with how good Ooh. the sound was. It was just horrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> but great. And I wonder if the other levels do get more scary, because I know, like, there was the normal, which luckily I started out with, because, yeah, it is pretty hard. But then there is a level called Nightmare, I think. Uh, and then, yeah. I don't know. They're just, like, they're crazy names. So, like, yeah. Normal was a nightmare already, so I can't yes, imagine. Exactly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, it's, just, it's more intense. Destiny, you got to go back and play through all of it and report back to us, because I don't oh, know if my I am, heart can take another me. round. Mm-hmm. What, what difficulty yeah. did you play on, Adam? I played on normal because, <laughs> gotcha. and it was Normal's hard enough. The low. There is no easy. Normal's <laughs> the lowest one there is. Yes. There's only mm-hmm. normal, hard, nightmare, and something else. I don't even know. It just gets How are the graphics? Because the it's Steam page good. shows incredible. some very impressive visuals. It looks Graphics really were yeah. incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is like looking like, uh, I mean, it's definitely doing a lot of like what like Half-Life Alex did with baked in lighting, just, just from what I see. Yeah. But um, to be fair, I don't know why it's free. It's free. You know, a lot. I, I know. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Like it's so yeah, this good. does not look like it. a free game, but it is. How? How are they doing this? Where do they have the time? Yeah. Are they secretly Very millionaires nice and just? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this well, is like a preview. Maybe they're building some hype with this one, and then they're gonna launch yeah, something yeah. more. Well, I mean, if that's be the case, then I will one hundred percent buy whatever they're selling next. Because mm-hmm. even though I hated every moment of playing it, it was truly an incredible experience. <laughs> yeah, they knew what they were doing. <laughs> all right i'm gonna move us on to our next game adam you've been playing silicon rising tell us about that what is this so silicon rising is a early access game on steam and the closest experience i can make it is like is some of those old shooter games at the arcade like time okay. crisis 
And so this game incorporates a lot of what you'd expect from VR, but also it incorporates a lot of those arcadey elements. And so you can have free movements. So you have free movements around levels. Um, it kind of feels like a wave shooter, but with okay. free movement. Um, you only have a pistol, but when you kill enemies, they could drop power-ups like better guns and things like that. And the thing about this is that it adds a lot of new ideas. So completely opposite of Propagation VR. Propagation mm -hmm. VR had no new ideas, but did everything perfectly. Silicon Rising had some really awesome, innovative ideas and didn't do any of them well. <laughs> <laughs> I see. And so, but, but there are some truly incredible moments. Like you, there's this, um, it's very episodic where each episode, uh, each level feels really different and has a really interesting, unique gimmick. Where mm -hmm. one of them, you're behind, it, it's a cyberpunk themed game. And so you're, behind like a tesla open canopy sports car you know and you have an smg and you can just fire it while you're driving through the streets at, while you're trying to chase down this car it is an incredible experience um and truly something that i've never had in vr and will 100 percent go back to do it again mm -hmm. but the whole game just kind of felt clunky at times you know mm. it, it is early access so i'm hoping that it can improve but you know you can't there's a sniping level and you can't grab the other end of the sniper rifle with your other hand. So it's just one oh, hand. And sucks. so you have to like bring one hand really close to your eye to look through the scope. Oh, um, that's rough. But the sniping level is by far one of the best experiences in the entire game. And they do incredibly innovative things with it. Mm -hmm. And so it, it's a really mixed bag of a game. And so, but I feel like that's okay because it's early access. Right. So... Silicon Rising, my, my kind of review of it is good game, has some really great ideas. I'm glad it's early access because it needs work. <laughs> How much does it cost? Um, I got it on sale for just about $10. That's so cheap. for a $10 experience, it was a really good deal. <laughs> I'll, I'll check real quick what the uh, MSRP. Any motion Silicon sickness Rising. you think for people? $20. No motion sickness whatsoever. Cool. Um, it was pretty smooth. They actually have the speed really low. Um, and to be mm -hmm. honest, it was a much harder game, much more challenging game than I would have expected at first. Um, the first couple levels are pretty easy. And then when you start going into some of the harder levels, it is enormous waves of robots that you're shooting at. And it gets pretty challenging. Um, oh, I remember it was, it was a good game. game on Reddit when it like first came out. And you said the movement's slow. Are we talking phasmophobia slow or a little faster than that? <laughs> that movement Just, is slow. It was, it's like phasmophobia it slow. slow. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, you won't get sick off that then. <laughs> you could try and to get it, sick and you can't. When you say it's like the arcade things, does it like kind of force you to keep going sort of a deal? Or like it puts you to cover to cover and you're like, you shoot from whatever cover it puts you at? Nope. You have completely free movement around the levels. Nice. Oh, that's cool. I was I was worried when you said that, that it would be like, like a pop-up shooter sort of style like that's what i think when people say old arcade shooters i think literally arcade shooters um but you so. see it feels exactly like that and and that's the weirdest part about the game huh. it feels exactly like that except they just added a joystick where you can move around behind the cover you want but All it right. does feel exactly <laughs> like that <laughs> mm -hmm. it looks pretty cool yeah overall good game but needs work mm-hmm all right, all right. 
Yeah. Would you would you recommend it for the price tag? Uh, let's let's go with its MSRP twenty dollars. Would you rec- Would you say it's worth picking up in right early now? access? I would get it up if it was on sale, like I got it. Okay. Um, otherwise, I'd probably wait for the full release because there are some things that they need to overcome before I would recommend picking it up full price. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, in that case, let's uh, tackle our second of our two um, horror games. Is I'm guessing Destiny finally got to play Desolation. No, this or, is wait, uh, no Desolatium. Desolatium. <laughs> ah, Desolation's little is brother. Is that how we're saying it now, or is it Des- Desolatium? Desolatium. I don't, I don't know. Do I don't know? know. You say it how right. you want to. So <laughs> last week, Destiny that was game. able to give a riveting description of desolatium and then somehow through that horrifying description managed to con jay into playing it <laughs> so yes All right. well, it's october side. it's free i mean you've been talking about this since like the first podcast we had though you've talked about this game so like yes everyone yeah. really I, yeah and it's got several awards for being like super innovative it's free on steam it's an early access it's vr or non-vr so even if you don't have a vr headset you can go play this it is a really intriguing experience. Basically, they just took 360-degree pictures that you stand and look around in, and then they added points where you either click on a point and it moves you to the next one, or you click on something and it puts it in your inventory, or you click on something and you read a thing about it. And it's short. I mean, it's like 15 minutes because it's like only the first mm-hmm. part of it, first episode, whatever. But it is it is really... The concept is so cool and so good that it's definitely worth checking out. It. Uh, it's hard to describe, but it, it's anything you have to read. If you played other games, you have to do a lot of reading. Some people have played this. But when you do a lot of reading, it gets in your head more than other games do. Like it really starts to put you in this role. And the only thing that helped break me out was the the character was this. You're you're you never see yourself, but the character had this like female voice that I didn't really relate to. So that kind of like made me feel like I was playing through someone else instead of it being me in the situation. Because sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes she'll talk and be like, oh, yeah, I can't go that way when you try and click on something. Oh, that the floor is like this. And so, <laughs> I didn't so even she think kinda... about that because, yeah, oh, being really? a girl, like, I, you know, it just, I guess it didn't really cross it just my felt mind. Right. But, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she kind of talked a little bit like you. Uh, mm-hmm. I was thinking that when I was playing. I was like, I bet Dusty just felt like this was her in it. But, <laughs> but for me, like, it it still had some scare factor because of all the stuff you're reading about this like creepy ritual that's been going on and how these people are doing it and how you see all these bodies sitting around you in this room. Like you're just like, you're just like the next victim in this path is what you feel like that they're testing this. Mm-hmm. on. Okay. And so you're clicking your way through it kind of like in mist and it's, it's short, it's free, but it definitely feels different. It looks really good because it's 360 pictures. I mean, it can't not look good <laughs> being that way, really. And mm-hmm. the end, the end got me. It scared me. I live streamed this today and I had fun with it, but it definitely, I if they put more out and they ask for money for it, I will pay for it. I want to see more of this because it was just so unusual. And it's not truly a horrific, scary experience. I think you both could easily do this. Like, right. even if you're not really into horror games, it's not that scary. It's more of a mind game because of what you're reading and like thinking about while you're playing it. Yeah, but exactly. I see why you liked it so much. I, I really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, and seeing that's why like I had a hard time describing it because it is such a very like unique game. It's hard to put, you know, an exact description on it. And it's kind of like what you said. It's not like your typical horror game, but it also does have some jump scares. Like, did you like? Did you get anything wrong? Did you go down any wrong paths that like where the 
the evil things in the game got you? Oh, that no. You? Okay, I only had a jump scare at the end. I did not find any <laughs> oh. other scare. And I thought I went down every path I could, but I knew there had to be more because I got inventory items that I never used and stuff. So <laughs> I okay, definitely didn't so, know that. Yes, yeah, then maybe there is um like a little part that you didn't catch or whatever, but if you do certain things wrong or end up at the wrong place, there is a few other little jump scares in between. And so... Mm-hmm. um. So, yeah, like, I mean, it's something that for people who aren't just into horror, but who are into, like, puzzles and uh, just different games like that, they would definitely enjoy it, too. And, yeah, it's free. And I believe it is still in early access, so they may be doing more with it. But, I mean, it's again, like the other game, yeah, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's worth it. Okay. Um, Real quick before we move on. Is this game, so you said 360 photos, is it like 3D photos or is it true, is it like uh, Google Earth style where it's just like a, a sphere? Really it's Google of? Earth style, it's sphere, it's okay. not 3D at all, but it looks good the way they did it, but it's definitely, it's just a 360 photo, there's nothing okay. 3D. Oh, and I believe it's their 360 me, photos though, like it's not like some images they took off of the internet, I believe, because I saw like behind the scenes footage, they actually went on the site to these places and took their own well, footage. Cool. Wow. Whatever place this was in, that's creepy. I know, right? Yeah, it looks crazy. <laughs> it's just a very yeah. chill game. It's the kind well, of game that you can like sit down and play. It's chill besides the okay. jump scares. Besides the jump scares. Besides that little well, part. Well, audience, it's free to play uh, pretty quick. Check it out. If you like horror, it's that time of year, right? Check it out. Do it. It's October. Rip, you're the only one. Rip, you're the only one who hasn't wasn't here when Beat Saber multiplayer dropped. Right, you got you got I to play it sick. finally, right? Finally got to play it. Um, yeah. So so I kind of went into this blind. I purposely avoided uh, a lot of the footage of this. Um, since I wasn't around, I got to do that. You know, I didn't have to look at a news piece for it or whatever. I I like besides just seeing that it was announced. I was able to avoid a lot of this so i went in completely blind like what is this going to be first off they totally redesigned the ui for the game like not even just the <laughs> multiplayer i was like yeah. oh okay it's very okay. different yeah very different a lot more friendly which is good to see because a lot of times i'll boot someone up into vr or not vr well yeah into vr for their first time and like the second game they typically play will be beat saber and i'll boot them in and there's like all these buttons for them to press so, like <laughs> Then like it'll be like my like ninety year old grandma. I'm like, okay, you go up. You see the uh, top left. No, not, not that. Not that top left. Like top left of the center part of the menu. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Now press. You, you get where I'm going. Um, <laughs> total nightmare. Now it's just. Now it's just solo multiplayer party uh, settings. I think. Um, <laughs> way way easier. So I just had to mention that. Like right off the bat great they've they that's that i'm really i was really happy to see that for um you know that's just gonna make my life so much easier when showing people vr in this game i know it's a little harder right now these days but still exciting stuff um now for the multiplayer itself so i just hopped straight in went to quick play um i i wanted to be better than everyone else around me so i went <laughs> um, hard difficulty so i wouldn't feel too bad about myself um <laughs> and uh it was pretty fun um though for the first not gonna lie for the first two games i was always at the top of the score throughout the entire song 
so I didn't know that the top player is shown in like this big holographic oh, projection. Yeah. So I just was playing guy. Like, I guess this is cool, but everyone's so far away. It's like, I might as well be playing by myself. What's the point? <laughs> it was only like on my third game, there was a moment where I like missed. I, I was, I was just having so much fun that I was like swinging my swords around and suddenly like hit a bunch of mines and like my score just plummeted <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly there's a guy a projection of a guy up i'm like whoa what's this um so super super fun um you for those that haven't seen any footage when you when you, you hop in a quick play um you see all these people around you you're like in a lobby and they i don't know if i just didn't have my mic settings on correctly or what nope. but no one was saying anything no no chat no chat it's kind of worried <laughs> that would be the case that's kind of unfortunate um yeah. i was hoping yeah i was hoping you guys would say like oh no if you do this it'll work no chat um, it keeps sorry. the bullies at bay i guess but it keeps the bullies at bay yeah oh my god you, you're so bad at this game <laughs> get good <laughs> rip was sad because that would have been him <laughs> when he was winning <laughs> <laughs> yeah um uh, so you're in, but you can like wave at people you can you have like some very basic elements to create yourself an avatar um you hop into the lobby you can wave at people and i don't know shrug i guess you can't really do a whole lot um and then you you choose a song that you want to play um you ready up and then i'm guessing it chooses at random because it didn't seem to it didn't really show what how the song was chosen host chooses uh, the host chooses. Okay. Yeah, I didn't realize it was a host. You basically suggest to them, like, and oh. then they choose. I'm get, I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong because I've done mostly only private matches where I've been the host, but I'm pretty sure there's oh. always a host unless in quick match I, there isn't. It, there was no indication of their – when you're playing private matches, is it, like, pretty obvious who the host is? No. <laughs> okay. Then I don't know. I, th there might have been a host, but it was just it was just the lobby – like two or three people might actually choose a song. I always just readied up because I just wanted to see what people would choose. <laughs> um, and without a vote or anything, it would just like once everyone was ready, it would just boot up and one of the songs that was suggested would play. And I, I don't know how it chose that. Um, no, the chat saying um, everyone waving like crazy. Uh, no host doesn't choose. Avery, I'm going to have to have you re-send re <laughs> that message with some clarity because I have no idea what you're saying there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, well, I have one question I don't think we sure. really discussed or maybe I didn't pick up on this. So is it online multiplayer? Like you can play yes, with like strangers? It like it's not yeah. just your friends? These were totally uh, random people. Uh, oh, which I was actually okay. really interested. I was worried I would hop on. This was like an hour before the, we started recording. Um, I was worried, like, am I going to have to, like, like call up Jay and be like, Jay, I need you to hop on and play some multiplayer right. with me so I can say <laughs> I play this. Um, but I was pretty happy to see right there, first and foremost, with multiplayer was quick play. I was like, oh, that's perfect. Hopped into quick play. Um, you choose a difficulty, I think. I, I forget if there's any other quick play condition, but you just choose the difficulty you want to be playing, and you're, then you're thrown into the lobby. Um, and from there, it's just you, you choose the song, and you're always playing that song at the hard difficulty. You have a number of options on your left. It's not that complex, um, but you can choose, like, I don't know, left-handed play and uh, advanced HUD and, like, some, some basic options related to Beat Saber. Um, then the song starts... You're, it's it was 
I, I was really curious how they would do this. And I, I, I can't say I can think of a better way. Um, but it wasn't great either. You, 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 you have your lane. It's like everyone has their bowling lane, but everyone's bowling pins are. It's like you're in a pentagon, and the bowling pins are in the center, and everyone's throwing balls towards the center. Is like the, the how the arrangement kind of was, except the bowling balls are coming towards you. Mm. Um, <laughs> and but the thing was, everyone was super far away. I like could barely see what everyone else was doing. Like if they didn't have the holographic projection for um, whoever the top player is at the time, I like I might as well be playing by myself. Which means that when I was doing well, to be honest, I was like kind of bummed. I like at times was tempted to like hit purposely hit a couple mines or something, so I could go back to seeing someone else playing. I was like, I, I wish that they'd have it so that maybe like whoever's like uh, when you're in the lead maybe they'd show you whoever's second right um uh uh, something like that um but besides that i mean i get i think i get why they did that and my guess is that it's to avoid distractions because i mean especially on harder difficulties you just gotta zone out and just kind of let your muscle memory do its thing right um and that might be a little more difficult when you've got like all these fancy things going on. You're watch- trying to watch other people and play by yourself. So my guess was it was trying to distance everyone so that it wouldn't be too cluttered. Maybe it's easier on the the graphic side because this has to work on like the Oculus Quest, right? Um, well, you know, I I want to just say real quick. I'm realizing sure. since you played Quick Play, you had you've had a totally different experience because I haven't actually played Quick Play, so I've only mm-hmm. played private matches. So when you make the match yourself as the host, you choose the song. So I'm guessing in your way, it was actually voting like it should be. You guys probably oh we either didn't vote. We did. I mean, I but like if vote two people anything. said if two people said the same song, maybe it auto chose that. You know what I mean? But yeah, perhaps. Like maybe that's yeah. how it worked. But as the host, I could choose the difficulty. I could choose the modifiers each song by song. I could choose exactly what song, and people could like suggest them, and I would see their suggestions. But I could do whatever I wanted as the host. So it's. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty different experience, but did you have advanced HUD on when you played or no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you could see their difference in your scores versus right. yours. Okay. Right. So that you see that there's a little bit, but yeah, like you're saying, it's, it feels like when there is five people, you kind of feel like you're on your own if you don't have some sort of voice chat on or something. Mm. You're just kind of, you're just kind of watching and playing. Yeah. Right. But yeah. What these people are like, when I say they're far away, I mean, really, they're like, like two full houses away from me. These guys are far in the distance <laughs> it was like why are they all so far from me i can't tell what they're doing uh, the only way i knew what they were doing was that at, at least it would show like a big score in front of everyone's lane um and that would so whoever it would just it would it wouldn't show their total points it would just show either a yeah it would show a negative or positive amount um compared to your current score um, if you were in first place you probably also didn't notice the platforms raise and lower Based on how far you ahead oh, or behind you are, yep. I didn't notice. I what it was kind of cool when. Um, eventually, I noticed when we were playing some harder ones when people would actually like lose, like like fail basically, and that like their lane would turn red and go away. When I finally saw that, I was like, "Why is that so subdued? I want like a giant explosion of like, <laughs> yeah. color to happen, right? Like it should be like a big deal, like burn that person's out, <laughs> right? Yeah, that would be so fun, right?" <laughs> And instead it's just like turns red and and fades away i'm like well that's lackluster (laughs) i'm sure the oculus quest can handle a little more particle effects here if you get into a two-player mode i feel like that's more what you're looking for it doesn't Mm. do the lane things you're side by side 
and you see oh. them facing you and you're kind of facing them down your own lanes. And that's actually I feel like the best experience for versus is probably because then you're really close to them and you're actually kind of seeing them while you play. And it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. that way. Yeah, that would be fun, especially if it like I mean, there might not be a big enough community to do this, but if it was able to match make based off what your best score is for that song. Then you could re- like eventually someone joined the lobby that was very close to my skill level. And like when we played a harder song, I would tend to do better because he would miss notes. Um, but then when we'd play like a, a sort of the easier songs, because Beat Saber struggles to really accurately represent how hard a song is based off just their like easy, hard, whatever. Right. Some songs are really easy on hard mode and some songs are really hard on hard mode. Um and for the easy ones, he would always win. And for the hard ones, I was always win. So, we, but we'd always be super close in score. And it was it was fun and a different experience to have that like right next to me. And it'd be like, it'd be just in in the grand scheme of these points. It like by the end of the song, you have like hundreds of thousands of points. And this guy was so neck and neck. It would be like anywhere from. Uh, like negative 10 to negative three like super close so i'm like trying to like get perfect slices through all of my um all of the boxes that was i think the peak like multiplayer moment but again all i had to reference it was just this far away like negative three or positive three or whatever (laughs) yeah that's where some oh. people have said it's like wasn't what they expected or they wanted more. And hearing your experience, mm-hmm. especially in quick play, really makes sense as to why. Because it's not very intimate. You don't really always feel like you're even in multiplayer. Where mm-hmm. yeah. that does make sense. Um, what about the people who have music packs? Like, does everybody good have to question? Have it or? Uh, so. I tried to pay attention to that because I don't have all the music packs. The only one I have is the Lincoln park one. Cause that's really the only one you need. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. Um, and I'm kind of regretting not recommending one or two Lincoln park songs just to play those. Um, but, uh, the, the way it seemed to handle it was, um, I, I, I should have checked that because I didn't actually recommend any songs. So I couldn't tell, if I could recommend any of them, but we definitely played some songs that I'd never played. So those are definitely from music packs. I'm pretty certain. Okay. Mm, I don't So maybe just the host. I don't know if that's it. how it works. Well, I it doesn't. I, I think if you don't have a music pack and it gets selected, you become an automatic observer and oh, can't hear anything and just watch them hitting notes with no music. Is that is that <laughs> how you did it? Or that's what how happened it when is. You did it? That's at least in uh, create server mode. Yes, I don't. I can't imagine they would change it in quick play. But in create server, as the host, if I chose a pack that someone didn't have, it would tell me, "Hey, if you play this, this one person doesn't have it." And then if oh. I went ahead and clicked it anyways, they couldn't even hear mm. the song. They just went to spectate oh, mode. Sucks. Really? And they had to just watch, and they couldn't even okay. hear the song though. Then maybe Dang. no one else had bought any beat packs either because we didn't play a single song that, where that happened. Yeah. Um, maybe it and, only puts them on if all of you have it. Maybe it's kind of checking right. that, and so it mm-hmm. would have done it then. But yeah, it's it's really sucks. I thought at least they'd hear it and get to watch. They can't even hear it. They're just standing there watching. So they oh, miss that's out. so bad. Why? Why would they do that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's. <laughs> Darth Lilyvin wrecked, wrecked Darth Lily wrecked beat J and Beat Saber. She's the other trying day. to claim that, but it's absolute lies. <laughs> uh-huh. She does play Darth Maul mode, which I don't. So I did try that. Uh, <laughs> I did try that, and she could beat me there. But I mean, in every other facet, not at all. These are lies. 
<laughs> hey, Jay, have you ever played, um, like, when you're on your quest, have you ever, like, played the party? I think it's called party mode, or I don't really know exactly what they're calling it, but it's where you where can invite or message around. people. Yeah, and you're, like, playing together that way. So if you do it that way and you're playing multiplayer, can you hear each other? Yeah, yeah, that's what you do. That's what you have to do on Quest, or basically we use Discord if you're on PC. Yeah, right. That's yeah. how you hear each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where I imagine this is going to be a bigger deal when it finally comes to PSVR because PSVR players buy the packs. <laughs> I bought every right. song pack of PSVR because it's all you get. Where most people on PC don't own the packs. So we're all stuck back with the original tracks all over again because I would try and click even the Imagine Dragons, the first thing came out, and most people didn't have it every time right. I tried. So because we all had the modded songs. Yeah. Why would we bother buying <laughs> right, exactly like six yeah. songs when we could download like ten Infinite. whenever we felt like it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um and I mean maybe one day there'll be like mod support. I mean who knows? I didn't I didn't re-download my mods yet. Um so I'll be curious how compatible those are if if they've updated the mods. What is with this small text, Jay? That's not me. Adam moved that. Don't ask me. Uh, mods don't work for multiplayer yet, but they are working again in the main game. So in multiplayer, you still can't do custom songs or anything yet. Gotcha. <laughs> That'll be pretty fun. Well, well with that, I know we're, we're running long here, so we can move into the discussion section for the night, which mm. was actually a member's question. So if you want to possibly be the discussion section, ask a question on Discord in the Q&A. Beef asked us, he said, I know you guys just did a peripheral segment, but what are your thoughts of these new accessories talking specifically about if you haven't seen it? Microsoft has this thing they're launching called the pivot that basically makes it when you throw a ball in VR, it feels more real. Well, if you look at this thing to look at it, it kind of looks like a device from Saw. It like straps to your wrist and has these like bands. It, it looks like it could snap your wrist if it wanted to. Oh, I love that description <laughs> of it. But basically what it's supposed to do is it's supposed to give you to the take momentum. take off your feel. arm, you must pry open your eyeball and pull everything <laughs> Exactly. It looks it's like gonna that get bad reviews. Like, this thing looked terrible. All these pictures of like snapped arms. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I think things with the headbands, but arms instead. Okay. So basically, sorry. This thing's supposed to make it feel like you throw a box. If you ever thrown anything in VR, you know it's just so wrong on so many controllers. It's just so difficult. So this right. thing would. You'd always have these on your wrists, I guess, for the rare occasion you need to throw something <laughs> in a game, and then it would simulate that feeling. Uh, maybe they're planning on releasing like like. Bowling maybe simulator. maybe the official NBA <laughs> they do have not, a bowling or NBA game or uh, uh or uh major what is it ML MLB MLB <laughs> um <laughs> wow that was that was tough maybe, I, I don't watch sports <laughs> maybe Microsoft maybe has a baseball game coming well basically beef's question is like do you think this is good or bad like there's these peripherals that have one game use or one particular use is this good or mm-hmm. bad for the vr industry are we going to end up with like the wii where there's like a million attachments that you could attach to your controllers to like make it feel more real or give you these right. all these weird peripherals uh um, i had a wii and i never bought those did anyone buy them did anyone actually I did. use them okay. i did i had a number actually um and i'm actually gonna say yes because the cool thing was like okay, the, the biggest example for the Wii was the wheel, right? You could get a wheel that would work with Mario Kart. Okay, I had but the, the wheel. thing was, yeah, yeah. Um, but the thing was that because it was a Nintendo brand wheel that wasn't like built just for a game, you could use it on other games. Like any other game developer could go, well, we want the wheel support. Um, and the nice thing was, it, your your controller just snapped into it, right? It was really just a plastic housing. Um, 
I wouldn't mind similar things like that for VR where um there's some pretty like like I think the biggest thing that VR has right now that's like that is the Vive trackers the the little like just spot things right um and a lot of different games do use those um because they're kind of standard already for like if you need an extra peripheral you just attach a Vive tracker to it um and stuff like that is kind of cool i enjoyed having that wheel i enjoyed having the rock band guitar i enjoyed having i mean i was a little tiny kid i also had like <laughs> the the uh a nerf gun that you take out the top part and you can put in a part that houses the the we yeah, i remember thing. everything went yeah. into it and it became a gun yeah yeah i actually yeah, really yeah. liked that it was one of the more accurate nerf guns <laughs> as it turned out um you see i early... might disagree with you a bit though because I, I would say like the biggest peripheral for vr right now is either flight sticks mm-hmm. uh which the flight community has obviously completely adopted but that's more like right. a normal pc thing and then second of all is gun stocks which is specifically right. a vr specific that's thing. that's probably the closest thing actually right and that I don't know. I don't see that taken off because games just don't really support that behavior very well because you need to take your controllers out of it and do so many things so often that I don't know really how well gun stocks really work for that sort well, of thing. Have you used, used a gun uses, stock? He uses one. I used yeah, a gun sounds... stock, but it was a terrible gun stock. So maybe I was that's about where to say it sounds from. like you had a bad gun stock because any 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 self respecting. Uh, uh, hardcore FPS VR player has a good gun stock at him. Um, Carbon fiber <laughs> one with the magnets and yeah, yeah, exactly. Expensive. Um, and there's a bunch of companies that make them, but the big one is uh, ProTube. And okay. but do you say it enhances your VR oh, experience? Absolutely, Adam. Like I never play without it. Um, it is to have those three points of contact, and it comes on and off like a dream, like. It is not a struggle to just, it, it just like the magnets are strong enough that I just take it off. I don't know, get the new mag, pop it in the gun. And it's so smooth. I might as well just be putting my hand back on the gun. That's how smooth it is for me. Mm. Um, and especially, I mean, I'm, 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 a, I like to drill these sort of things as well. So that, that does come into it. I've spent some time, excuse me, some time in the training range to like practice just reloading i've just spent time just doing practice reloading so that when i'm in a game i can do that just second nature and it's just muscle memory right um and that's not too different from like flight sticks where like when you if you like if it's your first time with a flight stick <laughs> it's, it's rough <laughs> good luck yeah <laughs> um it was just i i knew i needed to gain that muscle memory and it's a super similar thing especially when you have one that works properly is well made it's absolutely a game changer and funny you mentioned that that is a thing that is supported by a lot of games contractors onward and pavlov pavlov have custom settings for gun stocks they are very aware that a good amount of a larger portion of the community when they become more dedicated <laughs> <laughs> did i grab that on accident no a it's, comment it's said been, it's in front of the camera so it was haunted oh. it's been floating over here like the pillows <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. um 
Well, <laughs> thanks for mentioning that, chat. I I th- I totally see the value in that uh, with what you're saying, and I think I've kind of been saying this from the start. I've like for the Wii, a lot of it was stupid gimmicky crap. You attached a baseball bat to your controller, you attached a golf club <laughs> to your controller. But VR right. is actually the fine the place where this could actually make some sense. But they need to be made well. And they need to actually work. Like a Wii Fit board would be amazing for skateboarding games and snowboarding games now. Right. But yeah, the problem is, I have a I have a set of tennis rackets sitting on my floor right now that I still need to finish the review on. That you hook your controllers into for eleven table tennis, and just like every other one that I've personally tried, it just throws the weight off horribly. You got this heavy controller on the end, this super lightweight handle. You're trying to swing this tennis racket, but it's just the weight gets all wrong because the controller always weighs more than the peripheral. Mm-hmm. So. We need, we, I think peripherals would be good, but we need really good quality ones. If they flood the market right. with random 3D printed crap, it's just going to make it worse. We need mm-hmm. the pro tubes that are really well designed. We need, if there's going to be like the lightsaber handles, I had those, the, the beat saber handles, they need to be weighted heavy and they really should have vibration built into them because now your controller vibration gets all absorbed by it, but it's really lightweight and flimsy. It just feels like you're going to break right. your wrist playing with it. They got to be really good if they're going to succeed. Darth Lily in uh, chat was just saying, I love my Pro Saber for Beat Saber. I haven't used that. but That's that's because um, she does Darth Maul mode. It holds them in the sides. And that's nice mm. because then you've got weight at either end. So it's not right. weird where like when I had the one, the single-handed ones, you were holding this lightweight plastic handle, this really heavy controller on the end. And it just yeah, felt like your wrist weird. was going to snap right. when you were trying to play. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you know, are we in VR peripheral hell? Not quite, but VR peripherals <laughs> are definitely already a thing. Um, mm-hmm. Dear beef. Um, they, you know, they're already here depending on the genre. They're, they're um, already very present and acknowledged as like a regular part of those types of games. VR shooters pretty often have pro tube support. Um, uh, like all the big ones do. VR flight sims by default. If someone makes a VR flight sim, they know they got to support flight sticks, right? Um, so yeah, what VR peripherals are a thing. We do have with the advent of 3D printing. There's the, the VR printing has definitely gone hand in hand with a lot of VR peripherals right now, where there's a lot of really poorly made stuff um, that you got to be careful of, and a lot of that sells even on like Amazon that people sell their like 3D printed things. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's 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 it'll be VR peripheral hell if you do not do your research is what I'd say. You know, you want to see what's best. It will be interesting if like there'll be there was one game VR game that like released and it was like, oh, it was Tower Tag. Tower Tag was like mm. supposed to release the um <laughs> the, the, the the like peripheral yeah the yeah the peripheral gun. gun right um. So it'll be curious if they do more stuff like that, which is very Nintendo. N- N- Nintendo, excuse me. Um, I've been I was trying about to, to say, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Nintendo has uh, had a lot of games like Duck Hunter and Nerf and Rockstar and or, uh, Rock Band and whatnot, where they like there's peripherals, but they're just for their game. Mm-hmm. Um, the off chance yeah. that a developer is listening to this. The peripheral needs to function. It doesn't need to look good because we don't see it in VR. So don't give yes. me some really fancy gun stock for pistol whip that just lo- makes it look like a pistol. I want it to actually have some weight and feel like a pistol. I don't care how it looks. I can't see it. Right. It needs to feel right. 
That's what's and that's what that's true. That's what ProTube showed us. ProTubes don't look anything like a gun. In fact, <laughs> the attachment point is on the bottom, not the top of your hands. But because they're so well made, it doesn't matter. They it, when you've got the thing in your hands and you're in VR and you're lined up on a corner and you've got that thing in your hands, it it feels good, um, and it enhances the experience. So you're absolutely right, Jay. And with that, I think we will be ending this podcast right now. Looking at around an hour and thirty minutes. So. For those of you that are still around, thank you so much, live stream viewers. We are really glad to have you. We will be having after hours in a moment here. Um, but for those that are just listening to the podcast, this is it. Uh, consider joining us on the Discord server before you go. A lot of cool stuff happening there. We have our Halloween event happening this Friday, 11 a.m. Central Pacific time? time. Pacific time. Paci Pacific You're time. You're going to have to get up early. Adam's so excited. Ah, yeah. Woo. Yeah, I no. can't get up at 2 p.m. anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the, so we'll be releasing no uh, more information on that. So stay tuned. And we've just got our regular stuff. We post the live streams, all sorts of good, all sorts of goodies. So join the Discord server. And uh, if you're listening to us, consider watching the YouTube channel. If you're watching on the YouTube channel and you're like, I want to be able to just tune in in my car or whatever. Um, we are on every podcast platform, really. And if we are not on your podcast platform, let us know. We will be there in a timely manner. And of course, join our Patreon. You get high quality versions of these podcasts. They're panned, which is a fancy term for like the, we, we all sound like we're coming from different directions. <laughs> um, and uh, it's super high quality. You got stereo audio for that intro and outro song. And trust me, it is worth it. It sounds so good. Um, <laughs> and uh it's only five dollars a month please we love our patreon people and with that without further ado we will end thank you all for listening we will catch you on the next one bye everybody bye, bye. we need to come up with an outro thing yeah but now well, like a well like a fancy like yay after hours fancy little so on in. he was saying something <laughs> Jay, what was the thing that you've been saying? <laughs> dive on in, like dive on in, but with a weird dive accent. Dive on out. Dive or did I out. say something else?